morning, Esther. Good morning, Travis. This week's episode, I'm excited. Oh. It's all about kind of like distractions and directions, kind of the direction in your yeah. your industry, the distractions that are occurring, and this came about because I, I think I just brought up the comment of I'm feeling distracted by everything, and I'm, I'm feeling like a lack of direction. Yeah, you said we need direction. Right. Yeah, I think that's important, you know? I was trying to think of analogies. So the one I could come up with is, you know, you don't want to be that blind squirrel who finds a nut once in a while. Right, right. And I think it's an okay analogy, mm -hmm. but um, that's almost like blindly going around. I guess that is a good analogy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I <laughs> see I'm already going off topic because I was about to ask you about the tour because that's coming up too. <laughs> yes. Now, talking about planning, right? Tour de France takes a lot of planning. Imagine what the tour would be without planning. Oh, good. well, I plan to go to the tour one day and follow it from beginning to end. So that's on my bucket list. But that'd be cool. That would be very cool. So it's one of the things we both have in common every year is we we kind of geek out on the tour. Love it. So well, you know, uh, it's not only that they have to plan the tour out. But, of course, you know, we go back to the, the Armstrong days because we like all the American stuff and the victories. Um, but they used to ride as a team the stages ahead of time. Correct. So they knew every turn, every obstacle, and there would be no surprises right. outside of maybe something that cropped up. Right. Uh, but they would always cut down the chances of something like that mm -hmm. by going in advance. So they even had a plan on top of a plan. Right. Well, I was watching the documentary the other or uh, last night. I'm saying the other day. It was last night. Um, <laughs> well, that's what happens when you get two hours of sleep. <laughs> exactly. <so>. <laughs> but one of the things that uh, there was a lot of stuff that was going on there, and a lot of what they were talking about is everything that went wrong and all the adjustments that had to be made. And I look back and, you know, we're, we're talking obviously about our real estate business and, and the real estate industry. And I feel like a lot of that is what's really happening right now. And it's kind of what's creating distractions or, or problems with agents are, we've never seen anything like this. And we continue, it, it's almost like we continue to have that same conversation. We had never seen COVID and what that did to our industry mm -hmm. you know in, in the past we we've seen we've cycled through reos and things of that nature before and recessions within our market but we never we never saw covid in our current market that we're in we've really never seen anything like this either. yeah i mean you go back to the great recession right it right. was like it's like whoa i mean it was very distinct what was happening right and here we are sitting in a market that as practitioners we're you know we're struggling because mm -hmm. there's just not the volume right. that we need, especially because we have more realtors in the business than ever. So we have more people fighting for less and less business. And yet, you know, hopefully it stays this way right into, you know, the next uh, turn in the cycle is the home prices are actually in our area or continuing to increase. Increase, yeah. I know Which, nationally it's a little bit different. Not, yeah, for, for the most part, though, nationally, I'm, I, you know, the numbers that I'm looking at is everything is increasing nationwide. Um, it's just a matter of, of how high the demand is in some particular areas and how much, you know, that's that's pretty much what I see is holding up, uh, holding those prices from going up and, and seeing that big spike go up. But the real question is, is okay, I'm an agent in this business. Um, it is what it is right now, what the current market is. What do I do? Let's, and, and we, we've had this conversation for the last couple of days of 
these are some real heart to heart conversations that we're having with people. And it's, you know, they're not necessarily friendly conversations of go get them that a boy. It's like, Mm -mm. get off your ass. Otherwise you're going to be left way behind. Yeah. Well, I sent you that, uh, that note to read Mm -hmm. and in it, it says, you know, people will perish. Yes. No, not literally, but they're going to be out of this business because they can't or they refuse to, it's not even really change. It might be change. Or what I would say is we have plans for a reason, right? Because we get into this business, there's all sorts of different opportunities and we can stand around and wait for those to happen and mm-hmm. see them and get a few here or there, or we build a plan right? because we know where the probability of business is and we structure our business to position us the best to gain from those possibilities, right? right? And it's always, you know, there's a little luck in a little bit of how you go about it and things, but generally the plan's giving you the best opportunity. Yet when we hit a time of distress or change, what's the first thing people abandon? Their plan. Their plan. (laughs) It's so, so true. So true. But, you know, and I add on to this and your, the conversation that you just brought up is there used to be a time, not that I agreed with the method, but there used to be a time that you could, you could make it in this business in a reactive way. Yeah, whether it be working an up desk or, you know, putting yourself in positions where you're waiting for clients to come to you, you know, however that looks. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that is completely gone right now that that part of the business is that 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 line's not fishing. It's not it's it's not getting anything. I just put out a video yesterday and it literally was titled. Are you a hunter or an order taker? Right. Because the order taker business no longer exists it is gone yep so and i i mean not gone forever but it, well maybe gone forever but currently in this market yeah no they're you got to go find the deals they're not going to happen to fall in your lap other thing i'm seeing listing agents those listing appointments very very few conversations that i'm hearing right now of oh they just interviewed one agent and they were done I'm hearing like multiple agents getting interviewed in almost every situation now and or the word just gets out so darn fast that somebody's looking to do something that it's like exactly (laughs) I was uh, talking to two agents. uh, It was a couple of days ago. I was talking to two agents and they were having a conversation about the neighbors. Literally, their cars are so recognizable in the neighborhood, both of them. We're talking about that they went on an appointment and literally had people coming out of the neighborhood houses asking them, is this house going to be going on the market? Just because they saw them in the neighborhood stopping by somebody's house. And (laughs) I fell prey to that when I was in sales. Right. I literally had someone knock on the door after I was at a listing appointment. Mm -hmm. And when I followed up with uh, the the sellers, they're like, oh, sorry. Yeah, we're doing a direct sale. And they literally sold to those people who knocked on the door. Correct. So my new strategy was I parked on the next block. <laughs> and, you know, obviously people could see me walking right, or whatever, right. but I didn't want to park in front of the house. Mm-hmm. I wanted it to be as... Um, as discreet as... Thank you. Yes, as, as discreet for. as possible. But it it's always been a thing, but mm. I see it now in some of the conversations I'm having where they're just coming out of the woodworks from everywhere. Yeah. So, Well, we were talking about 
lack of direction and, and, you know, what do we do about this? And that's when I said, you got a plan. Right. You got to stick to that plan. I have another video coming out <laughs> next week, so this may be a little repetitive. But, um, you know, it's just more work. Mm-hmm. Travis, I'm already working more than I ever had. Okay. Good. Break on through. Yep. Because you're going to have to do it. Uh, you're going to have to get used to delayed gratification. And by that, I mean you're going to have to put the work in to get the deals down the road. Right. It's not going to be as immediate as we've, we've seen. But this is going to be a great opportunity. One, you're, these, this is a conversation I've been having with, with a lot of the people when, what do I do? And I always ask the question, are you currently uncomfortable? And No, I'm scared. They're scared, yes. you got to get uncomfortable. Yeah, but, and, and what I really mean by the question, because I always have to clarify is, are you doing activity right now that's making you uncomfortable? Mm -hmm. And once I ask that question, are you doing activity that's making you uncomfortable? How much of that are you doing per day? Are you uncomfortable 20 minutes a day, 30 minutes a day, an hour a day, two hours a day? And to your point right now, you need to be uncomfortable like the majority of the day just to get your fair share. If even that at this point. So I, I just don't see the people really putting in the time, energy and effort in the market that we have right now to, you know, we're hearing a lot of chicken little, the sky is falling and things of that nature. But at the same time, a lot of that is because of the lack of work or lack of effort that they're putting in. Yeah. We've weathered a bit. I think, you know, it's been a year right. coming as mm -hmm. we've seen things shifting, but I think right now we're really seeing it tighten. That news right. is really coming tight. And I think people's reaction, unfortunately, is the ostrich, right? Mm -hmm. And they stick their head in the sand real quick and let's see, it, it'll change. It's okay. Right, right. Um, and that's okay. You want to see what's going to happen, but, you know, keep the machine working behind the scenes because when that machine stops working, i.e. your plan, right. doing that work that you know leads to business, even though, again, it's delayed. You know, maybe you're used to getting a listing a month mm -hmm. based on your activities. Well, maybe now it's going to be a listing every other month or sporadically every two months, then three months and then whatever. But when you stop it, it is so hard to get it going again. Right? right. We used to call it the granite wheel. You know, man, it takes it takes so much effort to get that thing going. Uh, once the granite wheel is going, though, it's pretty good. But I'll tell you, when you stop, people forget you pretty fast. So it leads me to my question I was going to ask you coming into this market right now, if, if you had to do just one thing and master that one thing, Ugh. what would it be right now? It's so hard because there's two. Can I get okay. two? Sure. And then I, I can't, I don't know if I could decide between the two. No, I know what I would do. Geographical farm. Okay. And the reason I was uh, trying to decide between geographical farm mm -hmm. or just door knocking. Okay. I wasn't a, never been a phone guy really liked the door knocking a lot better, Okay. but I think door knocking without a geographical farm is more difficult. I like the layered effect of that. So okay. I think I'd be in the farm. It just gives you so many activities to do okay. that you can keep yourself busy with high productivity activities. Right. Um, but I also like the door knocking cause it's direct and that's around the new for sale or the new just sold. And if you're good about it, you know, if your mission is, hey, yeah, I'm looking for a deal now, mm -hmm. but at the same point, I'm gonna have these conversations where I'm gonna be getting information 
and building opportunity in right, what right. I'm doing. You know, not just that you're going to sell in the next 90 days. No, thank you. Bye. No, give it a little bit more. Right. Push that relationship a little bit further. Mm -hmm. Then I see great value in that. Okay. All right. And I guess I had one, but I, you changed my mind. My my top two, the personal relationships and that, that center of influence. I think that right now that is probably the biggest, um, how are you having conversations or how are you creating conversations with that center of influence and whatever is going on right now, that sphere and whether that's personal notes, um, those phone calls, the belly to belly conversations, and then circle prospecting going around those just listed, just sold and finding out who else in that neighborhood. And, and here's part of the reason why I say the second one, the geographic farmers are not, unfortunately, are not getting as much business as they used to get. And I'm seeing a lot of these one-offs where this one agent who's never produced anything or who's done a transaction or two who's not, who's not familiar with that area. Yeah. They're not putting out the just listed, just sold in escrows in that community because they don't have anything vested in that community because they're right there for that one property. And I think that it's an opportunity that's missed because that community around there isn't getting anything on that one because that agent isn't isn't pushing anything out. So here's a great opportunity if you're geographically farming, making sure that even if it's not your listing, something that is closed escrow now that it's public records, that you are notifying that community right around there of what has just occurred there. Because the agent that took that one in most most cases isn't really promoting anything around there. So it's an opportunity to just be the person that's keeping everybody up to date and that consumer's making an assumption that you had something to do with it, you know, that, that's an assumption that's made, but you're delivering information that they're looking for and being in the right place at the right time. Absolutely. One of the, oh. one of the tenants of geographical farming. Absolutely. So, and then if I added a third, I guess I would go to uh, non-owner-occupied that that market right now is is a very unique market, um, a lot of equity in a lot of the situations mm-hmm. going on right now. And they're obviously not, people don't communicate with them nearly as much as everybody else, so. Yeah, uh, for sure. Yeah. Well, I think what's important here with these discussions we're having is a plan. Right. And knowing what you're gonna do on a daily basis mm-hmm. and having that delayed gratification, you know? Hey, I again, I used to get so much business out of this right it's gonna take longer but we can't give up right you know right now is the time that if you give up it's just gonna be that much more difficult Mm -hmm. to get back and what generally happens is the market tightens up it gets difficult people fall off it takes a little while right some hang on in there but they fall off over time and then if you're the last man standing when things turn around Mm -hmm. it takes people a while to realize this so they won't even get back to trying yep. to be a competitor of yours until you're already well on your way to having gathered up business that everybody else took for granted. So consistency, yeah. having the plan and consistent, full circle back to the tour. You know, one of the things that I find that's unique about the Tour de France is that you have eight riders on each team, and that's it. Somebody crashes, somebody goes out, they're done. You're down to seven, down to six. You know. So, so often when somebody goes down, it's, you see that instinct when there's a crash, anything shy of a broken bone, it's like, 
bouncing back up. Where's my bike? Torn all the way exactly. down. Exactly. There, <laughs> yes. Is my bike working? My bike's working. I'm getting back on my bike, and I got to catch back up. Or wait for a up. new wheel if it got bent. Right. But it's how quickly can I get right back into the game? And I, Even if it's last for the day, right? Exactly. Got to stay in the game. And I think that that's the mentality that we have to bring to this of – we're, we're seeing disruption and we're seeing the distractions out there and people are not getting back in and allowing allowing that peloton to get away from them mm-hmm. to a point where sooner or later you'll never catch that peloton if you yeah if you don't get back into it right away yeah i uh ran across one of my old videos from years ago and i think it's apropos and it was titled do you know what you're doing tomorrow and after I thought about it, I thought, oh, I wonder how that sounded to people. I was trying to gather people in mm-hmm. with the idea of uh, when you have a plan, you know what you're doing every day. Exactly. And that's what's important. We don't want to wake up and be like, okay, i got to figure out something to do today. If you've got your plan in place, you know you know there's a certain number of people that you're going to have the opportunity to contact well, for whatever reason. It goes right back to, to being an athlete in any any discipline that you're in you you've run the marathons you've done the the triathlons and things like that you put that plan into the calendar and as soon as you get finished you log what you've done and you look at oh, okay this is what i'm doing tomorrow yes and you don't have to give it any thought it's boom it's scheduled it's in there i know what the plan is for that and more importantly if for some reason that gets missed you know right exactly where you're picking up the next day. Yes. And I think that that's where the people miss it and allow that, oh, that one day I missed to turn into two days to three days to four days to five days. And now feeling overwhelmed, having those distractions come in from, hey, now I just don't know what to do because they've deviated from what was right in front of them. Yep. So, and they don't have it written down to know where to pick up. Yep. I think the moral of the story is have a plan and write it down. <laughs> so. Yeah, or go back and review the plan you have and just say, where was I at? What am I doing with this? Right. Fill out your schedule. When am I in my farm? These days, these hours. Where are my clients at? Did I, do I have them on my calendar? You know, do I have all the anniversaries on there? Right. Great calls. Hey, you know what today is? It's your home purchase anniversary. Yep. Um, I know a lot of people don't like rentals, but I think rentals are important and being able to reach out to them and... Hey, your lease is coming up. Or maybe the landlord. Right, That's right. part of a lease. Hey, Mr. Landlord, I know it's uh, 90 days until that tenant that we got in your property last year is coming up. Just wanted to touch base, see how things are going. And I'll be happy to reach out to them. But are you enjoying them as a tenant? Are you trying to get rid of them? Mm-hmm. You know, let's talk about what your options are. Right. I mean, super high-level conversations you can have. And if you have them on your calendar, you'll wake up and you know what to do that day. I like it. So... Let's wrap this up yeah. so they can go out there and make it happen. Make a plan. Make a plan <laughs> and make it happen. Anything in closing? Anything in closing. Make sure that you know what you're doing each day. Take the time the day before. Go back and dust off those old plans that you got. Right. Make sure that they're uh, what you want to do because there's no right or wrong plan. And uh, yeah, just. Be there. Show up. Show up. Uh-huh. Show up. Uh-huh. There you go. So I'll conclude with find out who your biggest cheerleader is. Share your plan with them. 
so that somebody's back there and, and holding you that holding you accountable and not holding you accountable in the way where they're picking on you when you're not doing things right <laughs> but holding you accountable of they're standing on the rooftops or the mountaintops whatever it may be and they're your biggest fan and they're cheering for you to get you across the finish line i like it so super important absolutely okay. like and subscribe yeah all right and comment click Let the bell it. subscribe Send us a question. Absolutely. Thank you, guys. Until next time.